This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. There are a lot of shenanigans going on in the uh, UFC. Welcome back to uh, Gwen and Chris, hour number two of the program. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios here in San Diego. Thanks once again to Jim Trotter, NFL.com for making us all sound a lot smarter on this program. Uh, the UFC, which stands for what, Scraby? Ultimate Fighting Championship? I don't know. Yes. I, think I, I really didn't know, and uh, that's why I, I was looking at that. I'm like, you know what? I have no idea what that means. Uh, UFC, there's been some serious shenanigans going on. There was a fight in November. Uh, can't pronounce the guy's names. Sorry. Don't look at me. <laughs> that's exactly who I was looking at. You. Scraby? <laughs> don't look at me. Yeah, uh, it was a battle uh, between a couple of guys. That, anyway, suspicious betting patterns, and apparently I, I was under the impression that UFC guys could actually wager on themselves. And I, I don't know that that is a great... Wait, say that one more time? They could wager on themselves. Because um, I had thought I had heard some UFC fighters in the past actually talking about the fact that they had wagered on themselves to win bouts. Um, anyway, um, they're going to start getting a little better, a firmer handle on gambling amid a probe that is going on with the UFC right now. It's all very confusing to me, but they've hired an agency called U.S. Integrity to come in. and uh, Well, actually, U.S. Integrity is an agency that flagged and investigated the bout in November. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the UFC is going to try to uh, look – Implement it, some of these. Uh, try to clean some things yeah. up. Yeah. It, 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 look, the gambling, just, it's not going to end well. And I'm not talking <laughs> about the UFC. I'm talking about all in of general, the gambling yeah. that we're doing in Major League Baseball and in the NBA and the NFL and the NHL. And having, You mean the thing that they've all been trying to prevent forever? They've all years. tried to they've, prevent it for 100 years. And <laughs> now, now they're embracing they, it. And now they're embracing it because they're making millions and millions of dollars uh. off it. I just have a bad – maybe this is too much old man on the lawn thing, but I just have a feeling it's going to end badly. I, I, think, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Is a game going to get thrown? Is a game going to get changed? Is a score – I don't know what, how it's going to happen, but I really worry about it. Let's all hope that that doesn't happen. I know. Because the, the, the public's faith in competitive sports – That's all they have. It's, 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 it's and, why they have fought so long Yes, to really – I mean, insulate themselves from, I mean, any thought of it. Right. right. And so I get it, right? There's a lot of money to be made on these prop bets and things going on in the game. But 
you are now removing some of those barriers that have been in place forever to prevent even the thought. I mean, I'm telling you, in, in Major League Baseball, the whole Pete Rose things had dudes like scared. Like they don't even want to talk. They don't even want to say the word gamble no. for, for for years. Yeah. And now we are in an age where everybody's it, betting on everything. Right. right. And uh, I know that the athletes are all scolded. Don't bet. And there's signs all over the place. But you can only hold off for so long sometimes. I mean, when it's all around you, when it's everywhere. And I know we are 100 years after the fact now. But the 1919 Black Sox scandal, imagine that was the year that the White Sox threw the World Series to the Cincinnati Reds, and there was no social media, there was no ESPN. Can you only, if oh I, my God, what would happen if somebody even thought for a second that a one playoff game was thrown? Was thrown? Oh my God, it'd be, it, it, it would be the end it would be of detrimental. the sport it would be as detrimental. we know it, or at least for a while. I think it's so interesting just how they gotta be careful with this. How they pointed this fight out, and it was because they saw an unusual betting interest on Minner, Derek Minner, yes. to lose in the first round for the fight and for the fight to last under two and a half rounds, and then he did lose by TKO just over a minute into the first round. Right. All it takes is yeah. one guy that knows Derek Minner. And I appreciate you mentioning his name because I know you can't pronounce it. Oh, I was going to try. Shayalin Nerdonbike. Nice. I have no idea if you got that right. I don't know either. It sounded good, buddy. All it takes is just one little – because the prop bets – it's one thing to say, all right, we're going to try to get somebody to throw a game. That You're not going to get somebody to throw a game. But if you ask somebody – I, I, not ask, but you you invite somebody to say only don't take any three point shots for one quarter. Right, that's all I need you to right. do. Right, and then I'm going to put a wager on you to go under your three point attempt total, which is two and a half, and then we'll split five billion. I'm just saying that's where you can get in problems, and I'm just so I'm so worried that. Something's going to happen I, 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 I think it's... Because uh, nobody would notice, right? right? Well, I, mean, I, I don't remember. Did you watch the 30 for 30, the Boston College 30 for 30, mm -mm. Um, where there was the gambling, the whole gambling situation? And that was the interesting part, is, is especially in a game like basketball, you could completely be in on the take. And it'd be really, really Almost tough impossible to, to, notice. To, to notice it Yeah, in the course of a game. Yeah, your over-under for shot attempts is two. I'm just asking you, don't take three shots in the first quarter. Right. How? How? Who would notice that a guy made an extra pass one time? It, 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 unless you Pretty were tipped off, you wouldn't know. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't know at all. I don't think you would know. And that's you know, and that's so, the scary part. You yeah. we, you just hope that everybody keeps their uh, their hands clean. So in this many cautionary tales. It could get it could it could go bad. Yeah. It could go real bad. And now that I've said all of that, let's go to the daily <laughs> game. Do you like? I was money? actually waiting for it. <laughs> Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington. If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. That seriously might have been the best lead-in of all time right there. Well, yes. We always have to... 
have some crazy lead into the Daily Gambit after With talking about the said, danger of sports betting. Let's get it to the Daily Gambit. <laughs> uh, daily Gambit's our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And our disclaimer for everyone, please gamble responsibly and do not bet $500 plus on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to win a playoff game. Just don't do it. It's not a good, not a good a, way to a make money. Uh, let's start with the San Diego State and Colorado State game last night. San Diego State was a four and a half point favorite. They needed overtime for this, but they did end up covering eighty two seventy six. Yeah, that's one of those games where you're bet on Colorado State, and they're losing by two, and they have the last possession to tie the game, and you're praying the guy will miss the shot. Right, <laughs> the so team you rooted for all night long. You now want it them changed to miss in a matter of seconds. But the guy made the shot and it went to overtime, and then the Aztecs beat the spread. Yeah, so um, that one, Chris and Tony said Aztecs. I said indeed, so I believe that's Aztecs. That is. That's okay. a correct. It was. Uh, Luka Doncic over under 53.5 points, rebounds, and assists last night. They played the Hawks. Luka Doncic, we all said over. He was not over. He had 42 total. He had 30 plus 8 rebounds plus 4 assists. Yeah. His uh, head coach wasn't happy with uh, his team. I didn't see that. Was he, uh, he just screaming his head off? Well, Did he call a timeout? Or? No, no. He said had some words after the game oh, about, about? about how terrible their defense was. We'll yeah. get into it a little later. Oh, okay. Good. All right. I was reading Ray Scrape over there. I thought that was going to take a little bit longer than the reply my text needed. <laughs> LeBron James, the ageless wonder. Yeah. Over under 33 and a half points last night against the Kings. Chris and Tony said over. I said under. LeBron almost did it, but he had 32 points, so he was under. I can't say that I thought he was going to score 32 points, but he did. Uh, he, he, he's incredible. He's awesome. Yeah, he really is. It's just ridiculous. All timer. Yes, he he and he. You know what? He keeps giving better and better answers as the season goes along, his career goes along, in interviews because he's like he's like the old guy now that doesn't care what anybody thinks about what he says. This is where uh, you. This is for me is when I find um, it be the. It's the best time to listen to an NBA any player is when they get to that comfort level where. They really don't care what you have to say about them or care to think about what you have to say about them. Yeah. LeBron does not care. He, he's gotten to that point. He At one point, he cared a lot. Reminds me a lot I think of it's just a natural progression. I think you, as the older, you know how you, as the older gentlemen, they, they, they really don't care yeah. what they're trying yeah. to they just tell you how they, they feel. They just like wear sweatpants <laughs> right. or like, like steak dinner or right. something they don't, like they that. Right. They don't care. That LeBron's getting there. <laughs> he is. He's almost a sweatpants at a steak dinner. <laughs> Chris, anything about sweatpants at a steak dinner? I'll take it. He goes. Chris goes flip flops to steak dinner. So. Good combination. You don't need to wear shoes to eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You don't need shoes to eat steak. All right. Before we get into the other bets, for we're going to do some prop bets for the NFL this weekend. Uh, did you know that now you can listen to all your favorite teams, station shows, and even podcasts all on the Odyssey app? Download it now. Now <laughs> I don't know what that was. Dallas Goddard, over, under, 48. These are my picks with, with the over that's on the sheet, guys. Okay. So you're going to guess whether or not he's over, under, 48 and a half receiving yards in the game against the Giants. Tight ends just have not been successful against the Giants. C.J. Hawkinson had a good a week last week. So I'm going to say he goes over 48 and a half. Chris? Uh, under. I think it's going to be a tough defensive struggle. All right. Tony? Both sides. Under. Under. A.J. Brown, Tony's guy from fantasy this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I'm going to have him under 71 and a half receiving yards, and here is why. I 
bought in on a Dory Jackson. Jackson coming back. Former he shut Trojan. down Justin Jefferson last week, allowed him only six catches and 37 yards when Odori Jackson covered him. I feel like A.J. Brown, your part in this game is to just distract everyone and take all the defenders under 71 and a half receiving yards. Tony. couple things. Got two uh, Southern California dudes in this giant secondary. Tony Jefferson's also oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, along with Adore J- Jackson. I think this is a different matchup for Adore. Okay. Uh, Justin Jefferson, as good as he is, he does not have the size that A.J. Brown has. A.J. Brown's big. He's really big. And Adore Jackson, as good as he is, is not on that same level in terms of size. No, he's not. So uh, I'm going to say A.J. Brown gets his 72 yards. All right, over. Chris? Tony convinced me. All right. I'm not going to make him do all that work for nothing. I'm going I'm <laughs> to bet on it. Now, Devontae Smith, his uh, wide receiver teammate, I went over 62.5 receiving yards thinking that A.J. Brown was going to go under. Uh, Devontae Smith has been over 62.5 receiving yards in six straight games in the seven of the last eight. So he is definitely found his role in that offense. So I said over 62 and a half, Chris. Under. It's his first playoff game. Okay. Going to struggle. Tony? I'm going to hedge here. I'm going to go over again. One of these two dudes is getting <laughs> over the number. That is true. One of those two <laughs> is probably going to. If you make two bets in Vegas and you only win one, you lose, you lose. money. Yeah, I know. Just keep that in mind. I would like to point out, I think I said it. Did I say it on this show? That, uh, what I other show Daniel, would you have said it on? I don't know, but I, maybe I said it in, in to myself. Daniel Jones, I've I've said he's a good good quarterback. It was on it was on here. Okay, he, I, you know what? I, I gotta, I'm not gonna lie. When I heard those comments over the weekend from Saquad Barkley, Saquads about him being a lead quarterback. My antennas kind of went up about him saying that about him. That about you know, so because, you're buying in because it's like he did this for for one season where he's been like this. Good. This guy. So, I mean, and you've been there for other seasons, so I expect you to say that, but I don't know if I buy it. As yeah, as okay. I, yeah. Good quarterback. Elite? Elite puts him up there with, like, the elite Patrick Mahomes's, yeah, the Josh that, Allen's. That's Allen's's. elite to me. I don't know if Daniel Dimes is there yet. Well, here's the prop bet. I think he is going to run a lot in this game. Over 45 and a half rushing yards. He averaged 42 through the regular season per game. But last week they had a lot of designed runs, and he had yeah. 17 carries for 78 yards. So I'm gonna say over 45 and a half. Tony, under, under. I think the Eagles will be scheming. They will have that spy there just for that reason, because a lot of times when Daniel Jones runs it, it's third down. You know, in the designs runs they had, I think they'll be watching very. It also closely. helps to have Saquon's run, too. Yeah, Chris, what do you think? Over under. 45 I think the giant half. receiving core is so mediocre that you can afford to have a spy on Daniel Jones. I don't know that the Vikings did or didn't because I didn't really get to watch the game that closely, but I think strategically you should have a spy on Daniel Jones, and uh, they'll keep him under. They'll keep him under. Travis Kelsey, this one might be the easiest one out of the bunch. Anytime touchdown, minus 150. I'm going to say he gets it. Do you guys think he scores a touchdown on Saturday against the Jaguars? Yes. Chris. He's as good a bet as there is. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Okay, three more. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for the Jaguars. He is, This prop bet is under 15 and a half rushing yards. Now, I know it's not a lot, but he only had 16 yards or more in seven games this season. And including last weekend, he had five straight games of rushing, not rushing for at least 16 yards. So I said he's going to be under uh, Tony. 
15 and a half rushing yards for Mr. Lawrence. They got the Chiefs? Yeah. <laughs> Under. <laughs> they playing the Chiefs. Chris? As a matter of fact, that is the who they decided on. Yeah. Yes, they're going to put them up against the Chiefs. Uh, I, he's going to go over. You're going to go over? Yeah, he's going to have to run to uh, keep his team alive in this game. He didn't... He didn't run too much last week because he had to pass to get him back in the game. I, I one, think to, yeah, one, one I think rush. to keep him in the game, he's going to need to run some more in this game, and he'll get over 15. All right, 49ers, Christian McCaffrey, over 65.5 rushing yards, Chris. 65.5 against yep. Dallas? Yep. I think they're going to get Elijah Mitchell going this game, so I'm going to say under. All right. Tony? Too many running backs under. All right, and then the final one will be Elijah Mitchell anytime touchdown plus two seventy. I think he will score one. Tony? No, he won't score any. Okay, <laughs> don't mean be so mean about it, Chris. <laughs> Not only that, I'm betting on Elijah Mitchell anytime fumble. Oh, whoa, 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 he put his whoa, own prop man in there. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, no touchdown. No touchdown. This, not this week. All right, that's it for our prop bets tomorrow. We'll have some. I can uh, see spreads. Elijah Mitchell trotting into the end zone Sunday, and it's... Matt Scraby standing up in his living room going, "That's right, you guys. He scored a touchdown. That's right. <laughs> you guys lose. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 I will. I will. Because exactly what you'll do. Yeah, because Elijah Mitchell is going to be the savior this weekend. Mm, you well, better hope so. You better I, hope. Yes, indeed. I do. Hope. All right, very good. There's our uh, daily gambit today, but please bet responsible in the wake of everything we already talked about. Uh, More Gwen and Chris on the way after we check in on some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Three twenty-four on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scravy, Aaron Rodgers, um, in limbo right now. Whether he uh, wants to play, whether he wants to retire, quite frankly, whether he wants to play or whether he wants to retire or play for someone else besides Green Bay. Unfortunately for him, the uh, host of Jeopardy job has now been taken. It has by been. Uh, Ken Jennings. Yeah, so that that's out of the, He's the out scenario. Of that. That's not in the scenario of, no. of where. Mr. 
uh, Rodgers will land. However, uh, he, he was on. Who was he on with? He was on with his guy, Matt, Pat McAfee, right? Yeah, yeah Pat McAfee. I mean, he, Pat McAfee owns owes Aaron Rodgers his career. That, well, I think it's. I, I hear think, no lies. I think Pat McAfee owes AJ Hawk his career for getting Aaron Rodgers on the show. However, yeah, it happened. however, it got it. His Pat however McAfee's name is a, on the show. AJ Hawks is it? I was watching a Peyton Manning, Peyton places. And they had a guest appearance by Pat McAfee. Oh, like, I'm why? so excited. Do you guys remember A.J. Hawk? Yeah. The wide receiver, or not the wide the linebacker. The linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. 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 I saw him um, after he got drafted. He uh, came to Milwaukee to, to do, uh, like, the get in the uniform and take some swings. <laughs> okay. Maybe the stiffest swing in, in the history of swings. Oh, my He's Lord. just muscle. I, I'm pretty sure he had blisters all over his head. He was, I mean, he was squeezing the sawdust off of his, <laughs> off of his bat. And it was just a it was like how you would imagine a football player, a big was football player. Was it comparable player. to Charles Barkley's golf swing? Couldn't have he been He had bad. a little more fluidity. A little more fluidity fluid than that. In Charles's. Yeah. Charles's golf swing is pretty God, it like it's, it's like he's having a stroke when he's uh, <laughs> swinging a golf club. He's better now. Is he better now? Yeah, I haven't oh, yeah. seen him in years. Oh, yeah. He, he actually... He doesn't he, have the hitch anymore? He has the hitch, but he's able to put <laughs> club say, on ball better. I, I was about to say, if he got rid of that, I want to... God bless the teacher that helped him get... Because that thing Wasn't looks it like... Wasn't Hank Haney? Didn't they Hank Haney I know Hank Haney was trying, right? Yeah. So Hank Haney right. spent a lot of time with Charles. My yeah. gosh. Anyway... Uh, Aaron Rodgers was on Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee's show, and this is what he had to say in regards to playing next year, retiring, or maybe playing for somebody else. But nice. um, do I still think I can play? Of course. Of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah. The highest. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Um, right situation? Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. Um, but I don't think you should shut down – any you know opportunity like i said during the season it's got to be you know both uh, both sides uh you know like actually wanting you know to work together moving forward and uh i think there's you know more conversations to be had so there is uh, Aaron well Rogers. that's interesting that he thinks he can win another mvp because i think he's probably in the minority of those who think he can win another mvp i have multiple thoughts on on that those that statement a he didn't actually say he was looking to play somewhere else. He said if it was basically sound like in terms of winning an MVP, is that in Green, Green Bay or is that elsewhere? Is the right situation comes up, that could be in Green Bay. Right. Is what it seemed to me. He was almost asking Green Bay to make it the right situation so he could think about coming back there. I, I, there's a couple of different things that, that where I fall him. on this, right? Now, A, you know, and Gronk. As a matter of fact, before I give you my thoughts, let's let's hear what Gronk had to say because that MVP part sounded like it might have might have might have got under Gronk's skin a little bit. I, I'm totally fine with everything he said except one major part, and that's the MVP again. It's just that I think I I think I could win another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, it, and then that would have been totally fine. Like like bro, like why are you thinking MVP? Like don't you want Super Bowls? Like Super Bowls are are I think five times greater than a, than an MVP award. I'm like, we all know that you won the MVP a few times now, but, like, you know, everyone would everyone would know even more how many more Super Bowls you've won than MVP. So that, that's why I'm just a little confused about that, you know, about that quote that he just had. I mean, it should be Super Bowls. You well, should never be thinking the MVP when, when you want, when Super Bowls are twice. And twice. 
Now, I just want to say that was from Up and Adams. Now, in in I'll defend Aaron on this one a little bit. Um, the context of the conversation, I think it almost seemed like Aaron was defending how good, he, how much he had in the tank still versus winning and losing at in that yeah, particular. I didn't feel like he. Was, I, I felt like he was saying he could play at an MVP level. Right, I didn't that's think what he I was thinking. It would be con- he just used MVPs. On an right. MVP. he used MVPs to make that point right. that he could play at that level. But here's the other side of it. If I'm Green Bay, I, I probably feel some type of way about this. We kind of did this song and dance last year again, and yeah. and we gave you a three year extension with the idea that. You were going to be back for longer than this year, right? It is am I am I, is my recollection yeah, and it off seems like on that? He's going to take him right down the same road again. And so, yeah, I mean, so how much longer is Green Bay going to going to be dragged along like this, or is Green Bay ever going to just step up and say, you know what, well, Aaron, either you know or get off the pot? We we know they have it in them. They basically did that to Brett Favre when it was time. It was like, all right, you, you either get you know and sit down or the pot. He got he off the pot. Minnesota, hundred percent. So, and then he went to the Jets, and then he retired, and then he went to Minnesota, and then he retired, <laughs> then he went to the Jets, and he retired, and all that. Yeah, so I, I don't know where this ends up. Um, I, for one, I think Aaron Rodgers is still an elite quarterback, given the right weapons. And, Aaron, and here's another other defense of Aaron Rodgers. When he signed that deal, you know who was on that team? Devontae Adams was on that team. Hadn't been traded at that point. And so... You know, circumstances. Thus, thus, his statement that in the right situation, <laughs> right. I might be able to the, still be very successful. The circumstances have changed a little bit since he signed that deal. Yeah, that's true. Make of it what you will. All right, let's uh, step away. Let's get to break. When we come back, the back page. This oh, we is, got some great stuff. This is where Scraby flourishes. Yes, <laughs> flourishes. More Gwen and Chris on the way. It's time now to go past the headlines, past the Dear Abbeys. Are you willing to make a sacrifice? All the way into a world where most never roam. We're dealing with sick people here. Gwen and Chris take you through all the stories that are too weird for the front page. The back page starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome into Scraby's World. Well, as Chris said, we have turned to the back page. I'm going to use that for the rest of the time. That was really Can we good, go back Chris. to the Chris front is, page for a second? Chris is oh, on the, point uh, right now with the uh, lead-ins. Yes, the uh, transitions. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're going back to the front page for a second. The Vikings just fired their defensive coordinator. Scapegoat season? Scapegoat season. My former high school Trotter teammate. Continues. Kevin O'Connell. He's in on the it. statement on the firing of Ed Donatelli. I'm not going to read the statement. You don't need me to read the statement. With all due respect to our great friend Kevin it is the same statement that every head coach has given about every fire coordinator in the history of football. We respect him. Yeah, we're going to continue great. being friends. We appreciate all the effort, and we wish him the best, and we're going to go in a different direction. You Basically, they, you, you guys know what it said. You know exactly what it said. Do you think they actually the, the head coach actually writes it? I don't. I know he doesn't write it. <laughs> That's not even. Do you think he ever sees it before it goes out? I hope he does. I hope they give him a chance to see it because I would. You're putting his name on it. Yeah, so you're right. You're right. Give him a chance. To that see seems it. a little precarious. I could certainly see in his first year, Kevin actually like reading it and like making sure. It, yeah, it, it matches. May up. not look at them. Belichick doesn't really care. He's like, I don't care. Belichick what you just report. has the conversation with yeah. them directly. Like, hey, he man. tells the guy, write something for me and send it out, will you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Vikings defense not very good this year, so I guess it's That's not true. really a surprise. All right, hang on, Scraby. 
We're going back to the back. Back to the All back. Right, back page. to the back. Page. Thank you, Chris. You're I appreciate welcome. that. Right. We're going to start with something that is going around Twitter right now from last night. And it's pretty hilarious because Virginia Tech and Virginia were playing college basketball last night. And during the game, you know how they, they point out some of the celebrities in the audience, former uh, former uh, athletes from those schools? Well, Michael Vick was a Virginia Tech athlete. And since Virginia Tech was playing, they put Michael Vick uh, on TV. And they put a nameplate underneath him saying, Michael Vick, Virginia Tech quarterback. Problem was, guys... The person that they showed was not Michael Vick. It was Joe from the pool hall. It was. It was some random old guy. And he, he actually Be is... careful when you say old guy, sorry, by sorry. the way. You're right, you're right. He's All some right. random guy. And he's sitting right directly in front of Michael Vick. So when the camera went to that shot, they didn't realize that he was there. They had the wrong guy. And the internet is just running wild with it. It I mean, was it was like it was honestly like T it was like a it was like perfect timing. It was. Bad timing for TV. Like, they probably had it all centered up, and my guess is that Mike probably moved, and he, he just happened to move right behind the guy's head. So you, it looked like Michael Vick was Joe from yeah. the pool hall. He's, yeah. actually, he's actually on his phone, because the camera immediately, when the guy won't move and they're putting Michael Vick on TV <laughs> that's not Michael Vick, the get camera guy goes around real quick, and you can see Michael Vick, but it was pretty hilarious. Um, a lot of people are giving ESPNU a hard time. The perils of live television, that's all. Yeah, the perils of live television. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he was asked about, because Trevor Lawrence, after he won his playoff game over the Chargers on Saturday, he went to Waffle House, as Chris uh, talked about yesterday. But do you guys know he got at Waffle House? What, what, what do you think someone who just won a playoff game would get at Waffle House. I know what I'd get. What do you get? I would get the the Waffle House version of Moons Over Miami. Ooh, okay. look at I you. think that's called the Denny Special. The what special? The Denny Special. Oh, yeah, yeah. The All-Star Special, I think, is what it's called at the Waffle House. Yeah, I don't know what they call that at the Waffle House, but, but that's what I would get. Trevor Lawrence was on video. He ordered the Texan Texas bacon cheesesteak with hash browns and cheese. <laughs> Good for him. And a pecan waffle. He said, sometimes I get the All-Star Special. It depends I tell on you, how I'm feeling. That uh, took me back to like the age of 26 where I could get breakfast at a ridiculous time of day. Oh, yeah. And just go, go with it. Go for it, it yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Waffle House, for those who don't know, is a southern staple. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's like, it, it's, it's where you go. I'm surprised there's not, none out here. There's one in Arizona. There's not one oh. in here. Yeah. Uh, trust me, a couple of my teammates from the south, as soon as they built was, oh, I'm going to the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's a hey. I mean, as good as Denny's is at 3 in the morning, the Waffle, Waffle House, House is, is right there. <laughs> yeah, if not better. I'm not knocking Denny's, but Waffle House, I think, is just a fraction above it. It's pretty good at any time of day, but it's pretty cool that Trevor Lawrence went there yeah. after his victory yeah. the other night. Patrick Mahomes, though, kind of poured cold water on this whole thing. He did, Because huh? he was asked what he did after his first playoff win, and he said, quote, I can't remember exactly. He's been to a lot of them. I, yeah, that's what he's saying without saying it. Yeah, I'm sure there were there was a couple Coors Lights that were drank. Yeah, I do. Or I, yeah, or I, he wants to protect where he really was going after his first oh, yeah. playoff victory. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. He said, "Yeah, I went with my girlfriend to the strip club." Is that what you'd really like to know? Uh, he said that Trevor Lawrence, the move to go to Waffle House was a quote baller move. And that if he wins Patrick Mahomes, he's going to go somewhere to match that. Ah, on, there you on go. Saturday, he he so. didn't think of a, a Waffle House, apparently. He probably, you see, there's a couple Coors Lights involved. 
Sure, there was more than a couple Coors Lights. I'll tell you one thing: yeah. if Trevor Lawrence wins again and they find his way to a Waffle House, guess who's going to be the new National Waffle House spokesperson? <laughs> yes, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Absolutely brilliant. Brett Maher, we've talked about it all week. He, the Cowboys kicker, missed four extra points in the game on Monday night. By the way, I, did we talk about how the over-under was affected by that, Chris? No, we did not. Yes, the over-under was affected by it because I think it was... Um, it, it, like they, if he made his extra he, points, the game would have gone over? If he made over? two of those extra points, the game would have went over, but it went under, it went because, under of because of that. Huh? Uh, well, well the, there you have it, folks. Yeah. I hate to say it. The teammates for Brett Maher, they've actually been really cool to him in this whole time after missing four extra points. Dak Prescott, he defended him yesterday, but here's some in-game audio of C.D. Lamb talking to Brett Maher. It's kind of hard to hear, but I've turned it up enough, I think, but the voices you're going to hear really are C.D. Lamb talking to the kicker. We're behind you, bro. You good? You good, man. You good. You done bailed us out hella time. We with you, bro. That's in game. Good, good for CD Lamb, man. Because uh, Dak Prescott didn't seem like he was as happy uh, with Mr. No, Ryan. he threw his <laughs> helmet on the ground. He threw his helmet on the ground. And then Brandon Staley ran out of the stands and picked it up. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon Staley somehow got there, picked it up because <laughs> it was on the ground. Yeah. But uh, I think that's that's pretty awesome to see from CD Lamb. I mean, missing four kicks, and, and I guess it's easier to do that when you're winning the game by a lot, too. So always a little bit easier. Bring that to the back page. If they would have lost that game thirty to twenty six because he missed four extra points, CD Lamb's not saying this outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can't actually get into the full story here, but the BBC had studio coverage of Liverpool versus the Wolves, and it was. yeah, the the Wolves. Who's that? The Minnesota T Wolves? No, the Wolverhampton. <laughs> oh, okay, Wolverhampton. The Wolverhampton Wolves. Thank you. There you go. I'm gonna get tweets about that because I remember <laughs> yes, getting tweets are. about it. Uh, so the, a prankster took over the set, guys. There was a cell phone they later discovered attached to the back of the studio in the pregame match or the pregame TV show. Now, what was happening was someone, whoever attached that phone, was calling it a bunch of times, and the ringtone was a bunch of adult noises, if you get my what I'm saying here. Gotcha. And so, multiple times through the pregame broadcast, <laughs> they're trying to do their show, and these adult noises happen, and I can't play it on the air because they're adult noises, but the that. guys, I gotta say, are powering through this like it's not even there. <laughs> oh my god. And I have to give them credit for being I, able to handle it. They had themselves. no reaction at all. They like, kind of did, did like, what is going on? But they kept going. Like, we can't acknowledge this. I'm going to have to see this so, at some point. Yeah, it's on Twitter. Just uh, type in BBC First of all, soccer how, how does coverage. Some, that's got to be an inside job. Uh, it has to be an inside job. It has Look, to be. Not just anybody can. Can attach right. a phone to a uh, television truck. You're right, a, a television studio. set. Yeah, a set. There's just no, yeah, that's an inside job. Somebody, if hopefully there's no cameras there, because whoever, if it is, somebody's getting fired. Oh yeah, uh, someone has to get fired. Yeah, but uh, serial prankster, you guys. I, I waited to to give you this. He Daniel Jarvis is taking credit for the prank, posting a brief video that showed him in Wolverhampton where it took place. But no one knows for sure if he was actually the one to put the phone there. Now, if it's him, it's, it's not an inside job, right? It's not an inside job because he's a serial prankster. Ah. He's a prankster, so he's trying to get credit for something that he found he out. He may have not done a very yeah. good prank. Yeah. yeah he um, may have done it. Who knows? 
Serial pranksters. Where are you guys at on those people? Yeah, get another life, will you? I mean, it's, it's super immature, but sometimes it's kind of funny. I yeah, say. every now and again you yeah. hit one yeah. out of the park. Yeah. I guess, you know, I'm watching this video now. I didn't care to watch the video before, and he does show a shot inside the studio room. Uh, but he's, he's in there? It. No, he, he's right outside of it. He's not in the room. Huh. So. I don't know. I don't know. But it, I have to tighten up security around those parts, it sounds oh, like. Oh, you're absolutely going to have to tighten up security, and you should definitely look up this video because it's pretty hilarious how the guys handle that. But uh, something going on with the BBC. Now, we are also going to talk about NASCAR. <laughs> this today. one's interesting. Yeah. Right the headline of this article, NASCAR makes changes to driver's sock and underwear requirements. <laughs> now, this isn't a very, this isn't a favorite does thing this for have, drivers. Does this have to do with urinating on yourself while... It does not. Okay. But you're allowed to. You are. You're supposed to. But, so what are the what are the underwear and sock requirements? What do you mean you're allowed to? What, how would you not be allowed to? <laughs> um, who's going to who's gonna be checking question. when, uh, you know, know. whatever it is, Kyle <laughs> Busch gets out of the car at the end of the race... Uh, Kyle, did you... Is there any moisture down there? <laughs> did you have an accident on yourself? Did you go it all throughout the race? We're going to have to test that. No, yeah. the whole thing is is that uh, the underwear that some of these racers are wearing in socks are not flame retardant. And so ah, if they okay. get into a massive accident, these things will injure them more because they will burn to the skin and mm. it will be a much worse situation for them. Drivers do not want this to happen. because uh, Also, the head sock that they have. Like, they put uh, a piece of cloth over their head yeah, so that yeah, if yeah, a yeah. fire happens. But drivers are not uh, a fan of this. Uh, the They don't want fire. Some. Oh, some don't. So one of the guys, he actually showed up in protest by putting underwear over his jumpsuit oh, my Lord. as he's walking around <laughs> the facility. This, this is the equivalent. This is the equivalent of, uh, you know, it's a safety issue, right? So yeah. this is like the guys who... Didn't want to put the ear flap on their on their helmets oh, when yeah. when they started or doing football that. Football players didn't want to wear helmets. Didn't want to wear the helmets. <laughs> oh, these these things are too heavy. Hey, guess what? I'd rather have flame retardant underwear yep. on if I'm in a big car crash in a in a race. So that's uh, uh, someone is going to be hired to check this. By the way, definitely don't want your boys roasted. They could so. get one of those. Uh, <laughs> they could. Get... Your. <laughs> I'm just. Saying. I think that's good. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Writing that one down. Uh, all right, so we are going to go to our next one. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the New York Jets. He is tweeting out something that actually was defending Joey Bosa for his actions the other night in the um, or the uh, the referee giving him a 15 yard penalty. Garrett Wilson, also an Ohio State Buckeye, tweeted that ref he don't bleep with Buckeyes. I see he getting on Bosa's nerve tonight. And then someone wrote, just looked it up. He's from Michigan, which is interesting. Oh, my Garrett Lord. Wilson said, it's all adding up now. Yeah. So Garrett Wilson. So we don't. I don't know if Garrett was actually being serious about this, but I, I, I doubt that the referee had an, the Ohio State Buckeye biased. Well, no. No, he had a referee apparently tell him uh, after he, he took a big hit, quote, this ain't O-State no more. So well, that's that just, that just means you're in the NFL now, buddy. I think he's targeting Ohio State. Players. Oh, stop it! And I guess it was the same ref too. So maybe and he went to Michigan. There is something here, oh, and the NFL God. needs to take advantage. <laughs> take take this and investigate this to the highest act, level. Act accordingly. The highest levels. Yeah. The highest. Put that level. on Roger Goodell's desk tomorrow morning. I feel like I missed one. Oh yes, I did miss one, and it's going to be Stephen A. Smith got. Oh yeah. 
in a lot of trouble, Chris. Either. Like, more trouble than his sports takes get him into. Let me tell you. When he said that he prefers Beyonce's music to current halftime performer Rihanna's music, and fans were not happy. Just mm. because he, that was his, I mean, he likes one better than the other? Yeah, yeah. What, what was the reaction? Uh, the reaction was, well, first off, a lot of Rihanna fans don't like Beyonce, apparently. I don't know that to be true. Yeah, you don't want to mess with uh, either of those two fan base on Twitter. It no, is, the it's, ba- yeah. the, was it, the, the Bayhive? The, the, the Beehive, and I'm not sure where Rihanna's is. but The Riri's? So Rihanna and uh, and Beyonce are rivals? No. No. Oh, but, but to their fans, the, their fans are, they are rivals. Yeah. Right. Yes. I see. So he said, she's fantastic. She's spectacular. Rihanna's music is fantastic. She's great. I love her dearly. I listen to her music. She's going to be good. She can't be bad. She's too great not to be good. That is what he was saying after the fact. This is what got him in trouble. There's one thing she's not. She ain't Beyonce. (laughs) For me, there's Beyonce and there's everybody else. That's fair. He can have that. That's just who you like. He tweeted out that it wasn't him who actually put that tweet out of somebody's management team. However... Most of the replies to that tweet were like, "Bro, you don't have to apologize anyway. This is your opinion, you know." And yeah. so, but like I said, that's like saying you like uh, I don't know, you like grilled cheese better than Philly cheesesteak. I mean, you get you have something you like better. I can tell you, the people in Philly would be very they would upset. Fight you. Philly would be upset. With me. <laughs> they would fight you. Right, well, I'm not, say, well, I'm not you. saying I like grilled cheese better than Philly cheese. I was just using it as an example. I uh, won't be sending anything to my inbox. If you're a Ted Lasso fan, never seen the show once. I know people keep telling me to watch it. Season three is going to premiere this spring on Apple Plus. So I got I got to catch up on well. season two. I I've been a little behind. I got to catch up on season one and the two. Old Chris, I got to get Apple Chris, Plus. Chris, when I tell you you will love the show, I promise you you will not be disappointed. All right. My I, wife and I have actually started to watch it a couple of times, and we got distracted, and we didn't watch it. So, no. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Third time will be a charm. <laughs> People that build, like, shows that get built up like that, it, it, it's, it's hard to live up to it's the It's hard. But there are shows I'll just say this. I'll just say this. It has the ability to have you feeling good after every episode. Like, feel good, like, like it's this just is, fun. It's, just, it's, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a happy, happiness. Okay. I need some happiness in my life. Yeah, I mean, as much dark stuff as you watch, you definitely could use yeah, it. You might want to take up starting to watch it Sunday night after the 49er game. E. Why? Well, because you may not be happy. You might not oh, be. Oh, I'm going to be happy. Cowboys, Everything's going to be all good. Everything's good. Brett Maher is going to miss seven field goals. Cowboys taking it back to field goals. They're taking it back to the nineties. You know what? Mike McCarthy is a bad coach, but even he couldn't be dumb enough to <laughs> see seven field goal if the guy misses six. <laughs> hey, Mike McCarthy did a dance after their win. Please, yeah. we got to tell him to stop dancing. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. Not, not good. Mike at McCarthy all. is not a fleet of foot. I as think my is what they say. as my kids would say, it was cringy. It was cringy. It was quite cringy. It was more cringy than Brian Kelly's dance with that LSU player. <sighs> They're both bad. Was that when he had the the bad accent too? No. Well, that was around the same. He's time. had a couple different yeah. incidents that were quite cringy. Yeah, he did that whole thing at the basketball game where all of a sudden he's from South, he's from the <laughs> South. I love all you people down here in Louisiana State. I wonder who told him that was a good idea. To I have bet you he came up with that on his own. On his own, yeah. yeah. He seems like that guy. <laughs> That so. was a bad calculation. That was a terrible calculation. Yeah. Y'all. Y'all. I haven't been a fan ever since, i got to tell you. I don't think, have you ever been a fan? Because it was so phony. It was so, it was so That's phony. That's what I don't like. I'm not a fan of phony. So, I, I don't know, I don't remember <laughs> if I was a fan of his at Notre Dame, but I don't recall not, I, I don't think I cared one way or the other. 
But now I, I go, you know, I care, and I don't like them. Don't That's it for the back page for today. All right, thank you, Scraby. Very well done. We'll take a break. Chris versus the fans is coming up next. Dial in to play a little trivia. 833-288-0973. And even after five years, I still have to look up the phone number <laughs> before I tell it to you. Coming up next when we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 